From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Joining me on the line now is the uh, state member for Maitland, uh, Jenny Aitchison, and she's had quite a disturbing last couple of months with people coming to her for help with uh, rentals, with trying to find somewhere to live, and it is quite horrifying out there at the moment. Uh, She's on her way to Sydney. Good morning and welcome, Jenny Aitchison. Good morning, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Where are you so that we know whether we're near the black spots or not? Oh, no, I think I'm past them. I'm just uh, going down Mount White oh, now. So beautiful. Actually, all right. <laughs> What's the freeway like this morning? All nice and clear? Yeah, no, it's been a pretty um, good run, actually. Not any congestion, so that's been good. Fantastic. Now, um, there has been some uh, some reports out today about housing stress and, and how significant it is. And between half and three quarters of renters are living in stress at the moment along the eastern seaboard. Now, that wouldn't surprise you at all. Absolutely not. We've got that uh, situation, people telling that story to our office every day. It's um, just really, it's the worst I've ever seen it. And I'd have to say, uh, we just not even at the worst of it yet. I think the pressure that's going to come from all the homes that have been lost in Lismore, even though they sounds like they're a long way away, that will trickle down into uh, places like Maitland as well. You're having people come into your office. I know that uh, you know you're having them telling you stories about applying for you know in excess of a hundred properties and they're just not getting in the door. What's the answer? Have you uh, have you spoken to local real estate agents? Where to now? Yeah, well, I was very concerned when I heard those sort of numbers, 120, 130, and I asked the local uh, real estate agent, and they said, yes, that is unfortunately the case. Uh, I think where people uh, used to sort of think of homelessness as someone who's had a lot of other issues, um, you know, it may not be that. It may just be that you're living with your family and your pets in the house and you're paying rent on time every day, every week for nine, ten years and then that landlord wants to sell the house or uh, wants to move back there themselves and suddenly you've got to get out into the rental market. So it is really stressful. The rental vacancy rate something like 0.6%, so it is very tight and uh, it's just the, the worse the circumstances are, the harder it is to find a house. It's just horrifying. It, it really is. It's, uh, it's not, uh, not good at all. Jenny, housing affordability is a big issue. We need more social housing on the, on the ground. But that's going to take yep. time. That's not going to help those people who, uh, who are struggling now. No, that's right. And, I mean, this comes from a lack of investment by the state government. They've had a decade to know this. You know, Maitland's the fastest-growing community outside of Sydney in New South Wales. It's not like it's a surprise. Uh, for most people, they were, you know, living out in Western City that come up to Maitland, it halves their mortgage. So, you know, why wouldn't you? But the problem is that the for people who are living here, it's just putting extra pressure. So those prices are now going up and up and it's just incredible. And the problem is, you're right, it's not going to be an overnight, uh, you know, change in situation. So we need the government to invest now. We're, you know, we knew that uh, five or six years ago that we needed at least 25,000 to 30,000 new homes each and every year to, to get us to, uh, to at least a, a, you know, a break-even point. We haven't been doing that. We're now five, six years down the track. We're three and 400,000 houses down. Something has to happen. Absolutely. And the thing that's really frustrating is even the public housing 
and social housing that the government has, they haven't been looking after it and maintaining it. The stories of termites and uh, substantial mould, uh, even before this latest wet weather patch, houses have just, you know, not been kept, maintained. And these are things that are, in most cases, beyond tenants' control. They're actually landlord responsibilities. And so what happens is when those houses have to get basically taken offline because, you know, the roof's caving in, and I have seen this with my own eyes, or that bathroom floors are, are dropping out of the, um, the house, then it means that that's another house that's taken out of the equation. So it's poor maintenance, it's lack of investment in social housing, and I just really need the government to do something about this. The other issue is, um, even for people who are in mortgage land, you know, owning their own home and paying it back off the, the bank, uh, there's 68% of people, I think it's a number in Maitland, who are under housing stress. We're actually in the top five in the state for home stress, and it's just not a good situation to be in. And I'm trying to meet with the... Uh, Minister for Housing. I talked about this issue in Parliament last sitting week mm. that we had, which was a couple of weeks ago now, and I've written to him again and I'm hoping that I can try and get a meeting in this fortnight to just come to some sort of agreement. You know, he told me uh, in a recent letter that I got back from him that we had 18 uh, new units coming up, which I've heard about for the last two years. That supposedly they'll be ready by June. But, you know, there's people that are urgently waiting for, you know, leaving violence, mental health issues, uh, a whole lot of urgency in their situation who just can't get housed. And it's taking two years just on priority. That's horrendous. 18. Gee, that's going to make a huge difference here. That's uh, that's just enormous. I mean, look, the state government can be doing things for housing affordability. You know, we know the we know how expensive stamp duty is. We know all of the the costs that go you know towards building a new home, let alone buying an existing home. There are some things that they can be doing now to assist with housing affordability. Yeah, I think that it's right. There are a lot of levers that they can do, but I think the, the real issue is that supply issue because. When you don't have supply, it doesn't really matter if you put incentives in people's pockets, that will help to a degree, but it also tends to drive the prices up. And I think, you know, we've just got to get to a point where they just start, you know, investing again in our local communities. You can't expect when people have been through the challenging years, you know, even I think COVID, you've had the move out from the cities. You've had a lot of people who were living together before COVID who just haven't been able to maintain that living together, uh, you know, when it's a 24-7 scenario, uh, and then, you know, increases in DV and, and uh, other things that have contributed. It's just been really hard. So are you seeing a separation of families? Um, you know, And I don't mean as in a divorce or a separation. I mean that uh, a nuclear family that has been forced to live separately. Are you seeing that in, your, in the electorate? Oh, absolutely. I had a fellow earlier this year who was, um, him and his wife were having to split up to, so that he and I think his son were living in a tent in the backyard of someone's place and um, the uh, wife was living with them uh, with the other two girls I think it was um, just you know with relatives it's quite common um, another family came in last week one of the sons is living in a caravan um, and the rest of the family is living in a motel you know it's these are not good scenarios. And when people are homeless, they basically can get 
a couple of days at a time if they're lucky at a motel or hotel locally and then every day until they basically get a home they have to kind of check out and then check back in if they don't find that home that day that's it's just not you know helpful and people are really finding you know having to pay for accommodation in a hotel even though they sort of can get sometimes reduced rates it's still very expensive it's just not acceptable in uh, in this current day and age. It's not acceptable to be having people and families separated and living in tents. That's just not acceptable. No. Best no. of luck uh, luck with these with uh, your conversations with uh, with the uh, the minister. There's something has to be done, Jen. It has to be done quickly. It does. It really does. And uh, we hopefully we'll get a meeting with him uh, this week, and we can try and start that process of getting him to pay attention. Something has to be done. Thank you so much for your time. Drive safely to Sydney and we'll chat again soon. Okay, thanks, Trace. Thanks, Thank Jen. You. Bye. That is Jenny Aitchison, who is uh, headed to Sydney at the moment. And housing affordability, housing crisis, housing supply, it's, uh, it's a never-ending story and it's something that's getting worse and worse up here in the Hunter. Truly, the prices for rentals are out of control. You can't afford a house. What do you do? It's just, it's an incredible situation. With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blacksland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.